welcome back. We have episode six here uh, after a absolutely wild week one in the NFL where the three of us are completely fucking devastated um, and my team won. I just, I don't know, I'm kind of at a loss for words here. Week one NFL's mayhem. I'll tell you this, Frank. The four, <laughs> the four best teams in the NFL lost on week one and that's all I got to say. The Chiefs lost, the Bengals lost, the Bills lost, and the Chicago Bears lost a football <laughs> game. I don't know what's going on in the NFL. Week one's a mess. Oh, I think it's I, the. I think it's actually the biggest Giants deficit I've ever, I've probably ever seen in my lifetime, and that includes the 2017 to 2021 era where they won approximately six games the entire five years. <laughs> I think there was one game. 40 to, there was one game that was 38 to nothing. Of course, it was during the Eli Coughlin era. I think it was like 2013 against Cam's Panthers. But 40 to nothing is probably the biggest Giants loss. I've certainly never seen a 40 to nothing Giants win. That's for sure. Ryan, the two Super Bowls. Take it away, Ryan. What did you see in that ball game? They didn't, the Cowboys didn't even do much. I'm going to be honest. With you. Like Dak played okay. Uh, I guess, you know, Tony Pollard had a decent game. It was a couple big plays. Bill goal block, pick six. Obviously, that changed the entire momentum. Not saying the Giants didn't play bad. They did. Like, that defense needs a lot of work. That offense needs a lot of work. Daniel Jones didn't play well. And honestly, I think you're starting to see a lot of Joe Shane investments in the offseason rearing their ugly head. Like, should they have gotten the number one wide receiver? Because... There are three starting receivers combined for five catches, which seems to be a running problem for the last five years, is that they don't have any number one receivers and they haven't had one since Odell Beckham. So there's that issue. Uh, you know, Isaiah Hodges didn't play well, even though the entire fan base basically was ready to treat him like Jerry Rice in the offseason. Um, it, he's not – he's a good player, but it's, he's not – they treated him like he's a game-breaker. He's not. Um, or else, you know, he probably, he had those couple games down the stretch last year. Obviously that's big, especially when you consider, when you take into consideration, it's the only great period of Giants football in the last six years was Isaiah Hodges being sort of at the forefront of that with Daniel Jones, but he's just not a top tier NFL wide receiver. And, you know, look, it can get, get better down the road, but these, they don't have any receivers. I mean, Darren Waller is a great player, but you could triple team him with this roster, and you'll be fine. So that's an issue. Ryan, are you going to? Uh, you yep. think they should go after Mike Evans or Chris Godwin to try to bolster the uh, wide receiver core? Or you think it's Dude, pointless? I, I I don't know. I don't even think it's it's weird because there's so many other issues that they have to fix. Like they need guard. They need two starting guards. They have a center. They have a left tackle who might be hurt. Uh, for week two, they have a right tackle who basically looked like he took a step backwards Sunday night, and they have two guards that don't have enough experience with one another uh, to sort of, and they don't have enough experience with the center, John Michael Schmitz, the rookie, to sort of flourish on the interior, so there's just too much that needs to be fixed. It ain't just Mike Evans that they need. It's not Wait. like... Ryan, Evan Neal, Mike, or Evan Neal, and what's his name, Thomas, or Andrew Thomas, are they healthy, or are they just, are they just not? Uh, Andrew, uh, Evan Neal is took a, Evan Neal did not play well at all Sunday night. 
Andrew Thomas uh, dealing with an injury now. Probably he'll probably end up questionable for week two, I would say. But that's not nec- that that that's not necessarily me saying that he's going to play. Um, it's a hamstring injury, so uh, it's tricky. But because so- I thought. I thought they were both going to be studs this year. I, I was high well, that, on the Giants' was, offensive line. Yeah, that was the plan. I mean, it could still come to fruition. It's just, you know, if week one's any indication of what's to come, it's not great. So they – Yeah. They – and Andrew – look, Andrew Thomas has always had problems with Micah Parsons. Uh, that's nothing new. So, you know, there's that, but – that team, that offensive line has a left tackle and a potential starting center, and that's basically it. And if they don't have the left tackle, they're nothing. So, yeah, if, if Andrew Thomas can't play week two against Arizona, that's a, that's a problem. And all of a sudden, that's not exactly a – they're not locked for a win in week two. Not after how they played week one, so – like what you saw in week one, then, what do you say? Are they a playoff football team? No. I didn't say I didn't, they're not a playoff football team last year. I, I, when, I, excuse me, when I spoke last week, I didn't say they were a playoff team. I thought they were 8-9. Right now, after week one, it looks like they're a 5-win team. Wow. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, I what mean, about if, a – go ahead, Ryan. Finish it off. No, I was going to say, if that offensive line can't get it together and then they, Jones doesn't have enough time to make plays and he can't scramble every single play so and Saquon can't run it every single play you know that's going to be an issue the main thing was to close the gap between them and the Eagles and it seems that gap is now even bigger than it once was I think uh, week ones are it's it's tough to predict what's going to happen in week one I think I think personally everybody kind of gets a pass in week one you review the review the tape you come back to it next week, um, and I think season starts week two, personally, especially for the Jets. Um, I feel like there's a lot of teams that lost this week that could easily come back and just win, like, the next few straight. You know, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, um, like you were running off. Um, yeah, I guess core four, right? Um, so you had, you had the Bears winning the division. Where do you stand at now after week one? You still have high hopes? Dude, I, I – could not have been more stressed during that week one game. You know what we saw? The the Bears threw 37 passes. 37 okay. passes out of Justin Fields. Three of those were 10-plus air yards. That's insane. Like, every pass is a dump-off. He threw three passes, thirty or 10-plus air yards. One of them touchdown. was a touchdown to Darnell Mooney. Easy, wide-open catch in the end zone. Another one was what I thought an easy pass interference call on Cole Komet that didn't get called. The other was a nice completion. But he threw 34 passes that game outside of those that were just dump-off passes and little get-a-couple-yards passes. No excitement. I mean, last year, all the excitement was the Bears was, like, big run plays or big pass plays. Like, it was all big plays. So I was so excited for the big plays this year. And we saw nothing but dump-offs to the running back or tight end. It was or screen passes to receivers who couldn't block. I don't know why we're not getting more aggressive. I don't know if it's the coach's fault or if Justin Fields' fault, but we played like a high school team. It was pathetic. Our defense, least pressures in the NFL. We've 
Went up against Jordan Love. Least pressures in the NFL. I think we had two pressures. Our offensive line gave up the most pressures in the NFL. I mean, the worst stat you want to see out of a football team. They got killed in the trenches. I don't know. I was so high on them. No one performed. It was it was terrible. What about Justin Fields out of the pocket? Was he scrambling a lot, or, or was he uh, sticking with his reads and just sitting in the pocket? I mean, no big runs we saw out of him. I felt like he, he was trying to play like like Kirk Cousins. Like he was trying to be a pocket quarterback is what I saw. And he was he was too slow to just make a throw or no one was open, which I don't fully believe. I think he was just waiting for like superhero moments and he didn't get them. I think he's got to just be okay with 15-yard completions. I think he was going for big completions and he wasn't getting them so he sat there with the deer and headlights yeah i hear you you think they're a playoff team right now dude i yeah i mean i'm a i'm a bears <laughs> fan through and through there they are it's not do i think they are a playoff team but they're gonna have to show us something that week two against this tough bucks defense is it home or away oh shit dude don't make me don't put me on the spot like that we um the Jets go so I predicted the Jets would win against the Bills week one. Week two I had the Jets losing to the Cowboys on the road. Um if you told me Zach Wilson was gonna play the game against the Bills, I would have said we'd lose anyway. But um we're going on the road to the Cowboys who just dominated the Giants, you know, from a defensive perspective. Um I'm honestly scared shitless because Zach Wilson could could easily throw four picks like he did against the Patriots two years ago. Um, we had so much going for us. I just even the intro. We were just talking about the intro before at MetLife. MetLife was banging. It was rocking, dude. Fireworks, the flags running out, nine eleven. Everything's yep. going hyped. This is our year, and then you know four plays in. I mean that's the season. That's that's certainly like the sentiment. That's what everybody's saying. And and my friends were asking me, do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire after this? I said about 90% yes. I do think he does. Uh, he's not Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe had an Achilles injury. KD had an Achilles injury. Kawhi. Remember how long it took Kawhi to come back from that shit? Um, and you're talking about 39 years old Aaron Rodgers, who is not really a uh, super mobile guy, you know, relative to the other quarterbacks in the league. So, Did you I, hear, Frank? The, were, were you watching the Manning cast when it happened? No. Dude, Peyton and Eli kept going, wait, so who's the Jets' backup? And they're oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I did see that. I did see and that. And they go, Wilson, oh, yeah. I thought they got rid of him. They go, he was a first-round pick last year. And I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Dude, they, they didn't even know, know who he about. was. They didn't even know who he was. It I think was they pathetic. Were just, I think they were just intentionally disrespecting him, honestly. I think. <laughs> am I right, bad. Ryan, or no? Ryan, you're on mute. I didn't realize I had muted it. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, they're probably just messing. I mean, that was like last year. Uh, pretty sure there was a Lawrence Taylor had said something where he didn't even know that he thought uh, Eli was still the quarterback. So, really? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just messing. Honestly, I think uh, Aaron was going to retire anyway. Yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, Aaron was what? It was 90% that he, he went into the darkness retreat and 90% retired. And so, yeah. like, yeah. now, you know, take 
basically take that same scenario but add a grueling rehab to come. So, you know, what? who's to say that he's not 100% retired now? Uh, but I don't know. I think they have him for they have him under contract for this year and they for two more years, right? I know there's a couple of void years at the end, but I think they yeah. have him under contract for this year and next year. Yeah, um, then it's like a optional third or yeah. whatever. Um, I don't know. But I just so think, that situation, go ahead, finish off. Then no, nah, I, I just think like you know if if he was ninety percent retired last year before this injury, like it, it only makes sense that he would. He it's. I don't. I, I don't think it's as a given as people think that he's coming back. I agree. I just. Think I that. totally agree. I think he's gonna sit on it and just kind of like spend some time and thought and see how he feels, but. Honestly, people are talking about new quarterbacks. Should we bring a quarterback in? Should we uh, bring in a backup quarterback? If we're going to bring in a quarterback in, the only people I'm looking at is Matt Stafford. So a trade for Matt Stafford because, you know, he's got a big contract, and now we just recouped a first-round pick. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I don't think it's going to happen. Are you talking um, about trades for next year's quarterback? Or no, right now? now. Right now. No. Now. Matt, Matt Stafford is a right-now pickup. And the fact Dude, that the Rams actually played well. Hell I know, no. I know. Hell but if, no. But if they started off losing and they didn't look good and Cup's outlook wasn't great and they want to go into the rebuild p- process, it would have been an option. Um, mm. That's that's my thought. Listen, is it going to happen? No. The next person's Tom Brady. He's not coming back. No way. And so that right there is the end of the list. There's nobody else that I would no. rather have right now, like who's actually fit and can play right now. Like Kyler Murray's not an option right now. But – um. Frank, what about this? Uh, Zach Wilson, Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston. Zach Wilson, I would start over all those guys. Yeah. Jameis Bridge, Winston, even. Bridgewater. Yeah. Bridgewater. I would. No, I would start. Well, I would go Zach, Jameis, Matt. Um, that's the order. Because you can't just give up on Zach right now. You can't give up <laughs> on him right now. Yeah, you um, can. <laughs> no, you can't, dude. No, he's thirty best the team. No, they did not. He just said. Coach Sala literally just said, we're sticking with Zach Wilson. He's got the reins, dude. He's got the reins right now. You can't just dump him off. If anything, you go out and you get a an Andy Dalton, a Cooper Rush, Joe Flacco, or just somebody to just someone to back him up, someone, some vet in the uh, QB room. I think Dalton would be the best, but I don't think he's going to leave Carolina. Um, maybe Cooper Rush is a possibility, but I think Zach Wilson starts from here on out, and this is his last year. If, if Aaron's not coming back next year, this is Zach's last year with the team. Um, I think it's Flacco, dude. I think Flacco. You think it's Flacco? Yeah, I think they'd probably bring Flacco in on the practice squad at first and have Tim Boyle promoted to thir- to now second string. And then okay. after like a week or two of uh, him on the practice squad, probably just make that swap where they're that not going like to good transition. Three. I mean, like, yeah. what else are they going to really do? The, the, the list... I, I don't think the Rams are going to give up Stafford. I don't think Brady's no, saying yes. And then I just don't they think won't. a midseason trade for Jameis Kyler. is worth it. Well, Kyler is a next year option. I said, yeah. Like if I agree. if I if, agree. if they if they tank, yeah, it kind of seems like they're doing that. Although they didn't play too bad against Washington, uh, Arizona. If Arizona tanks and then that team is in line to get Caleb Williams, which they totally would if they had the number one pick. Then all of a sudden, Kyler Murray becomes the hot commodity on the free agent market. Yeah. 
Like this is a this is a take for next year, but like if if Zach Wilson plays like shit this year, and Aaron Rodgers retires, and decides he's he's not coming back, I'd look at Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott for yeah. the Jets Dude. offense. Game Dude, managers. Kirk is also yeah, Captain Kirk. Kirk is um, also an option. So is but Dak. yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, the rest of the Jets schedule until the bye, which is the bye is week seven. So we won our first game against the Bills. We have um, – we're at the Cowboys next week. I expect us to lose that. Back home against the Patriots, that's a toss-up. Zach's probably going to throw four interceptions again. Chiefs at home, Broncos away, and then Eagles at home. So, I mean, that's a tough schedule. If we could if we could get to the bye three and three, I think we have a chance at the playoffs. I think if we go two and four, I think our season might be over. But um, actually the latter half – of the year is a little easier than than the beginning. The latter half is of easier. The problem is, I think the league is pissed about this. Not pissed, yeah. like you know what are you gonna do? No, I but agree. Like, there's five. They have five. Uh, they have six standalone games. games. They have six standalone games because they have the they have five prime time and then they have the um, the Black Friday game. The one Zach Wilson like. back on prime time, dude. That's crazy. He's got. They got six Never standalone games. That. So, Ryan, what did you uh, what did you think of uh, the Chiefs against the the Lions last week? I know you were pretty high on Kadarius Tony, but he was uh, dude. I Kadarius I mean, Tony terrible. He couldn't, I Kadarius he couldn't Tony catch COVID both, if he tried last in week. Both fantasy leagues, and I also bet him to score a touchdown, and uh, it was the biggest L's I've ever taken. Honestly, he's <laughs> he looks. They got to figure out. They, they need Kelsey back on the field. And I, they, I think they also need to figure out just issues at receiver regardless because, I don't know, he's not great. Skymore isn't good either. Um, you know, they just don't have the options that they once did. And Kelsey sort of masks that issue because he's so good. But Mahomes to- made so many nice throws. He put he so many he throws where he needed to under pressure in tough situations. And his receivers did nothing for him. That was scary for the Chiefs. Like I'm, I'm low on the Chiefs after that. It reminded me of the Super Bowl against uh, the Bucks and Brady, where Mahomes was running around all over the field trying to make something happen, and just nobody else was stepping up. Offensive yep. line was, offensive line was bad. Um, they just could not get anything going. And honestly, you know, the Lions are. I know I'm not high in the Lions. I'm still not as high as I maybe could be, but it's a it's a good team. I just don't think they have an identity. I don't know what their quarterback really is. I guess they're a run-first team. I don't know if that really is sustainable in today's NFL, if that really gets you deep into the playoffs, but it's a good team. They shouldn't I mean, be better than the Chiefs. Shouldn't be better than the Chiefs. Not not at all. I think they're still – I like going into that game, I'm like, they're still a – pretty sizable gap between these two teams in my opinion yeah i agree i mean they they fight hard i guess i mean they don't they just don't have an identity let's uh let's uh go into your biggest disappointment from from week one what uh which team disappointed you the most i'll go first lamar jackson i I know i know the ravens took care of business lamar jackson i thought looked terrible I was so high on him, too. I was, I was really too. close. He was comeback player of the year. He was going to be in that MVP conversation. No, dude. 
when he scrambled, he ran with the ball out wide, which used to be a something people got mad at him about. But then he'd fumble it, and he didn't make good throws. He didn't really make any scrambles. I don't know. Maybe he'll come around. He might come around, but I was so excited to watch him play, and I couldn't believe what I saw. Okay, Ravens. That's an interesting one. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say the Steelers. I was pretty disappointed in the Steelers. Uh, I had them going ten and seven this year, which people were calling me crazy for, and now I kind of see why. Um, I think the 49ers are such a stacked team. I think Ayuk is just showing why he's the number one on that team now. Um, I mean, his his separation, you know, from his routes are crazy. Um, it's crazy how they they shut Pat Peterson up too. I don't know why he's even talking, but, um, but yeah, no, just disappointed. I, I feel like Kenny Pickett, he should have taken that step in the first game. But, I mean, the 49ers do have one of the best defenses in the league, so you have to give them that. But to get crushed like that at – yeah, right behind the Jets for sure. Um, but to get crushed like that at, you know, Heinz Stadium, Acrisure, whatever you call it, on opening day, that's tough. That's You, you don't see that from Mike Tomlin. I, I'm – I don't know. I was just disappointed. I thought the offense was going to give a little bit more, and I was kind of surprised their defense did not play as well. I thought T.J. Watt had a pretty decent game, all things considered, but everything else kind of like was in shambles for the Steelers. So I'd say Steelers my biggest disappointment. What about you, Ryan? Giants lost forty to nothing. So <laughs> <laughs> there's no bigger. There really is. I mean, when you were like, when I was there. I think I tweeted this. There's, there was no bigger, like, uh, the vibe inside the stadium was unlike anything I've seen. Yeah. I don't know. Two I don't know right. if that was, like, because of the national anthem, Queen Latifah performing, and they had everyone in the stands. <laughs> the, the lights went down, and then everyone in the stands had the flash. Uh, they, they, the PA announcer instructed everybody in the stadium to turn their uh, phone flashlights on. So, like, I don't know if that whole thing was, like, just – made it seem surreal, I don't know, but they came out so flat-footed, and the, the Cowboys didn't play that well, they're just, it's a couple big plays, block field goal, pick six, and it's just, I don't know, the Giants, way too many issues across the board, and uh, I said this before, there was that gap that they need to, that they need to close between them and the Cowboys and the Eagles, and the fact that that gap looks even bigger than it did last year goes to show that it's just the absolute opposite of what you want out of this team in week one. Uh, so, you know, they're still, like, favored to win in Arizona, which they should be, but, like, yeah. you'd, you'd think losing 40 to nothing week one yeah. would start to even tell Vegas what's good. Like, you know, it's just... Yeah. I don't get it, but... Maybe they'll, they'll take the bus to the game. Um... True, yeah. <laughs> Take one from uh, the Cardinals yep. book. Um, out of the rookies, what do you guys like from the rookies? You got Bijan. Um, Zay Anthony Flowers, Richardson. bro. Zay Flowers, yeah. He was Zay quick. Flowers showed out. He was he was the most impressive. I mean, Bijan looked good, but Zay Flowers impressed me. He was everywhere. He was catching sweet passes. He was making nice catches and yards after catch. Impressed. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I like uh, I like Bijan a lot. I was kind of disappointed that they were handing it off to Tyler Algier at the uh, at the goal line. He seems like the uh, the goal line back there. 
which kind of pissed me off for fantasy. But Bijan was lining up in the slot. Um, he was going in motion a ton, getting swing passes. Looked really good. Quick cuts. I mean, he's just so, like, he, he, I don't know. He just follows his instincts. He's such a natural runner. Um, yep. I don't know. He's fun to watch. On, and I, on his ahead. touchdown, he made a nasty move. That little he head did. fake. On the touchdown, that was nasty. It was clean. It was clean. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ryan? Who, who yeah, are you no. impressed with? No, Zay, Flower, Zay Flowers definitely uh, stood out. I mean, can we give credit to the undrafted rookie who made probably the biggest play of the entire week, Xavier Gibson? I mean. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we'll give him credit. Why? Yeah. You, no, he doesn't count? No, he, no, does he does. Of course That's he It's a good call. It's a good it call. Probably the best I play mean, of the, the week. He probably wouldn't. It's crazy, though, because he probably wouldn't have made the team unless Corey Davis retired. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, there's multiple um, well, Him or Brownlee. Him, Brownlee. Um, well, I'm just talking if Davis didn't retire, maybe they, maybe Mims plays better in the preseason and they keep him. But it's, yeah. things need to happen for that kid to make the team. Yeah, uh, no, you're right. You're right. Now he's got – no, yeah, Zay Flowers made plays – uh, I saw, I see, you know, uh, even just the rookies, not, not just rookies specifically, but maybe younger guys for the Jets. I don't want to count him as a rookie, obviously, because he's not, but it's not like he got a ton of attention his rookie year last year. Jermaine Johnson looks a lot better. He does look a lot better. Yeah. I, I totally yeah. agree. I was kind of worried about him last year a little bit. Yeah. He, like he had a couple of good plays against the Bills and then he kind of just like went unnoticed for a little bit. And you now know, it just looks like he's a lot quicker, a lot stronger. Uh, yeah, quicker it's, off the line. it's tough to like. It's tough to uh, fall into the. It's easy to fall onto the radar in that, on that defensive line. There's just way, way, way too many guys to the point where you even forget yeah. about the first rounder this year. Dude, I didn't see him at all on the field. Like I didn't. I see saw. Him I saw him. Anything. He he. I I no. He was out there. He was making plays. I'll, I'll look up. Was the, he? Uh, I really did not numbers. see. I didn't see him or McCole Hardman, like, at all in the entire game. And granted, I was looking at my chat, like, trying to answer questions and stuff. But, like, I didn't mm. see them at all. I thought McCole was actually going to be punt returner. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was, thank God for Gibson. I was, uh, also, you know, I was impressed with um, Anthony Richardson, too. They they, they, yeah. they kept in the game. I like, agree. for much of the game. They were – I thought that would have been – I thought that was going to be an easy win for Jacksonville just because I don't think Indianapolis has a clue what they're doing. I like Richardson. Yeah. I think that's a good pick, but I just I, I think – I don't know. I, it's an it's an unserious franchise to me. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that would be a lock of a win for Jacksonville. And they did win by 10, but, I mean, they, they needed 14 points in the fourth quarter to get that done. So – I don't know. I, 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 and against a division rival in your debut, and against the team that's probably going to win that division, I think that's tough to do to keep that, keep your team that doesn't have a great roster, in that game. Yeah. But what would they score? Fourteen points. I agree. I thought they looked good. 21. I was impressed by Richardson, but did they score twenty-one? I think so. Yeah, they uh, did. Yeah. yeah, they scored four. Um, they, this first half wasn't great. They only scored seven. Oh, but but yeah. but seven of those points were scored by the defense. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So the that the was offense a crazy play, ridiculous play too. It was. Shouldn't so the the offense scored 14 points. I agree, they look good, but I'm like, are we setting the bar too low? I don't know. I mean, Jacksonville the entire time I was watching that game, I was go, 
Jacksonville is going to win this game. So, Kelvin Ridley looked unbelievable in that game. Oh, he game. did. He I did. was like, Kelvin Ridley is going to be a top, what do you, what do you guys want to call it? Top Seven? I said, top no, I, said top, I said top ten. Yeah, so he's going to be le- legit, dude. He was making nice catches. He was playing with juice. Like, yeah, that's the story I got of that game. He could yeah. crack top five for sure. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. Um, I actually he- thought the Patriots play- played really well. Low key, um, after the first quarter, I mean, the 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 tip ball by Mac Jones, pick six. I thought that was you know unfortunate. Um, it was a poor placement, but the Patriots' defense was so good. They only let up what like 18, 18 points, seventeen points against the Eagles, and then Yo, Mac is, Jones pick six. Is um, Bill going to compete for the division now? No. Josh Dude, the Allen, defense, Josh Allen, right? four picks. Aaron Rodgers right. out for the year. Yeah, Ryan. Bill, the, Bill's that, coming that through. That defense is top five. No, that, that Patriots defense, defense is, is top five. But They're I mean, insane. so is the Jets' defense. I know. And then Jets' defense is offense, top three. Offense, maybe. it's it's a matter of the day. Offense, it's offense. you know, it's 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 good. It's good. It's good. It's not so good here, but like it's you know on the yeah. outsides, it's, it's they, got, you can do your thing. It's got an average receiving core with a one star, and it really and is an average receiving un- core. An unproven offensive line mm-hmm. with with a couple of good pieces. Um, so Miami's going to win that division? So Miami's going to win yeah. the division. Miami As looked yeah, – yeah. I mean, in terms of if you're a football fan, who do you want to watch? It's Miami. They were Dolphins so fun to watch. They were so fun, dude. They were everywhere. They give up a lot of points and they score a lot of points. I'm going to turn them on when I'm watching football. Oh yeah, they should honestly like, replace us in prime time. That was like yep. uh, that. That was one of those games Sad. where you look at you look at like odds and stuff, and it's like that is one hundred percent like an over type of game. Like they, those are just two yeah. offenses that those teams mess around and combine for seventy five points. Like it's yep. just that type of it's just that type of battle Crazy. between those two teams. Uh, and of course, Brandon Staley can't find the way to win. Yeah. Uh, so what else is now? But that can't be a one o'clock game. That's my favorite. Oh no, Agreed. that's that's Agreed. gotta be that's gotta be four o'clock. If it's in LA, if it's in LA, it's gotta be like mm. four twenty-five. Fox is America, whatever Fox is America's game of the week or CBS. I don't know. But uh, um, yeah, that's my favorite coach in the NFL. Yeah, McDaniel for sure. Um, let's do. Uh, let's end off with power rankings uh, for each conference. Uh, I don't know if if any of you want to start. You're more than welcome to. Um, how many How many you need? We could do five. Let's cut. Let's do a hard cut at five. Um, I'm still honestly going to put the Chiefs at number one. Okay. Um, they, obviously, they're missing Chris Jones and uh, Travis Kelsey, and I think Kelsey pretty much like that whole offense, other than Pat Mahomes. Um, they have three decent backs. I think McKinnon's good out of the backfield. Um, for, for the passing game, Pacheco runs hard, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire is still trying to find his spot back after injury. Um, but then Mahomes obviously goes nuts. I just can't bet on you know bet him out. I, can't, I just can't. Uh, I think he's going to come back fine. I think the Chiefs. Um, I mean, they stuck around with the Lions, who you know they kind of gifted them the game with drop passes. Um, I got to go Chiefs number one. Number two, I'm going Dolphins. Um, 
it just pisses me off. I mean, I, I love Tua. I think Tua's great. You know, you could ask Ryan. I've believed in Tua um, for a while. I've gotten a lot of shit for that in Baker. But uh, I'm still high on Tua. Um, that offense is just crazy. I think their running backs aren't – I think they're injury prone. Um, I think just question marks the offensive line. I thought their defense was going to be better. But um, I think maybe they just went up against an insane offense in the Chargers and Eckler, who just, you know, a power running back, who just always, always gets in the end zone and always breaks away. Um, so I'll give him, I'll give him a pass on the defense for that game. Um, but I mean, the elite wide receivers and Jalen Waddle and, and, and Tyreek Hill, arguably the number one duo in the NFL. Um, it's just too much speed. I don't understand why defenses are going man-to-man on that. You, you always have to throw a safety over the top and try to force the, the Dolphins to run the ball. Um, so I think I think I got to put the Dolphins at number two. Number three, I'm going with the Ravens. Um, they just suffered some serious injuries, so they could fall off pretty quickly. Um, but Mark Andrews wasn't playing in that game. And, dude, J.K. Dobbins got hurt again. First Wait, who did they? Back. Who'd they lose yeah. besides Dobbins? Um, they lost four people, I'm pretty sure. Um, let me look it up because I actually don't know off the top of my head. Uh, they lost four during the game? I think four. Um, oh, shit. Uh, week one. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sh- I thought. Let's see. Tyler Lindenbaum, Marcus Williams, Marlon Humphrey. Oh, Tyler Lindenbaum? Uh, wait. Oh, they have Marcus Williams. I see that. Um, actually, I don't think that, I don't think that one was. Those might not have actually been in the game. Uh, also injured the game, Marcus Williams, uh, offensive line, Ronnie Staley, and Tyler Lindenbaum. Okay, so Damn, four. I didn't know. Four guys I didn't know Lindenbaum got hurt. To be honest, Lindenbaum's actually a huge one. Um, yeah, dude. So they got they got serious injuries, and that's a really tough division. So I could see the Ravens falling off, but I think as long as they have Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews comes back, I think they'll be all right. Um, number four, I'm going Jaguars. Uh, I think they're going to mop the floor with the AFC South. Um, I don't think they're, you know, I'm not super impressed by them, but I just think they're going to run their division, and uh, it'll make them look better than they are. And I think they get to the conference semis. I don't think they, I don't know if their defense is good enough to get them to the to the conference uh, championship. But Was I'll not impressed them, by their defense. Yeah, I'll, I'll put them mm. at four. And uh, number five, I'm going to go with the Browns. I think the Browns are a complete team, and, if Deshaun Watson does play like his former self at all, I think they have a chance for a deep playoff run. If uh, Deshaun stays healthy and get, you know, if he's accurate, he was he was horrible in the first half. He missed the wide open deep ball, just underthrew him terribly. Um, he threw a bad pick. I, I I don't know if it got deflected, but he threw a bad pick. Uh, it looked good in the pocket though. Looked really good in the pocket. Um, obviously very mobile, one of the most athletic quarterbacks in the league. So. And then you have fucking Miles Garrett doing crossovers uh, on the offensive line, getting into the backfield. I think that's crazy. So, Browns at five, and then just right on the borders: Bengals, Bills, Chargers, Jets. Um, so those are my uh, those are my top five: Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, Jaguars, Browns. AFC would that that yeah. five through eight is loaded, dude. It is. Like right now, the AFC is a toss up. When you when you ask, I'd say I feel more comfortable two through five than I do number one. 
Number one, I go Chiefs. I agree with you. No one showed me that much, so it's the Chiefs. Number two, I think I agree with you. I think it's the Dolphins. I think I think the Dolphins showed everything that I was kind of skeptical about. They showed up in a big game. They kept fighting back in a big game. Mike McDaniel got a win in a close game. Um, impressive. Number three is kind of where I start getting confused. It's For me, it's Bills or Jaguars. Like, I think I'm going Bills. I think I saw, like, in the end of the game when Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs needed it. They needed that field goal. They stepped up, and they got it so easy. Yeah. Even with the pass interference. Even with the offensive pass interference, they got it so easy. So, number three, I'm probably going Bills. Four, I'm going Ravens because... Lamar Jackson looked terrible, and the Ravens still won easy. So that says something. I think Lamar will turn the corner despite how bad he looked. Number five, probably going to be biased. Is it Bengals? Is it Browns? Is it Jets? Is it Chargers? I'm going Bengals because they're the only team that I've really seen it out of. I haven't really seen it out of anyone else. Okay. So you got Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills, Ravens. Bengals. Bingo. Okay. What do you got, Ryan? I got Chiefs, Dolphins, uh, basically same reasons you guys have. I still think Chiefs have the potential to be, uh, to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. So Chiefs, Dolphins, uh, probably still go with uh, Buffalo at number three. I just need Josh to stop making these same mistakes that basically got Zach Wilson benched last year. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just makes obviously his upsides a lot higher than the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL. That's obvious, but uh, the downside is those mistakes. Come, I mean, there's four turnovers last night. You know that needs to be cleaned up, and that can be still be a That's complete crazy. team. Uh, crazy. Yeah, and Jordan Whitehead gets three. Jordan, as we said before, his entire incentive package was collected last night with three interceptions. So a <laughs> quarter. Awesome. Of, Quarter of a million. Unreal. So, yeah, Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills. Uh, I'm going to put Browns at number four because I still want to put Bengals at number five. And I think it's unfair to put the Browns behind the Bengals okay. after just beating them by 21. So, I totally agree. I mean, if Deshaun Watson's healthy and plays well and plays like he did in Houston, that is a very complete roster. And that's a legitimate deep playoff contender roster. The NFL um, won't let them go deep, though, dude. They won't. I. They won't let. They I won't let Sean do well. We know it. Listen, I understand. There's so many other good teams in that. There's two other playoff teams in that division in Baltimore. Yeah. Actually, I think Baltimore is sort of a candidate to be the first team out. Like they're the number eight team uh, one after the regular okay. season. So, but I mean, they're still a playoff contender. Uh, Bengals are still. Uh, I have them as my number five, and then the Steelers are obviously a disappointment. But that's a tough division. But I think if Deshaun plays well, that could be that could be like the number four team in the standings in this conference at the end of the regular season. Like they're the last con- they're the last division winner. Um, okay. So, and I think I think them winning the division. I mean, if they can beat a team like Cincinnati by twenty one right off the bat, I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a ton of upside with this team, so that's. I I think uh, they're on the up and up, and their quarterback just has to play well. 
So, and I think they have a lot of guys. A lot of guys. If they can put guys. it together. They have they have so 53. Yeah. 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 53. <laughs> um, so you both don't have the Jags in your top five, huh? Jags are number six for me, probably. Dude, their, their defense didn't do it for me, no. Yeah. Okay. Maybe next right. year we'll flip that. Um, Maybe next week we'll flip that. Let's jump to the NFC quickly. Um, I got 49ers at one, Eagles at two. I think you could flip-flop those, um, but they both have great defenses and great offensive weapons. Um, number three, I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, I think they're so elite in the regular season. Um, playoffs, you know, is another story. Um, but, I mean, you saw their defense just go off last weekend. Um so I have them at three. Lions just beat the the Chiefs. I think the Lions got lucky. I, I wouldn't say got lucky, but like they stole that game. They definitely stole that game. Um, and it was the Chiefs to lose, and I feel like they lost it. And uh, I think the Lions just need to get settled into the season. And I think they'll start playing much better, like you know, two three games down the road. Um, and I expect them to win the division at like you know ten and seven or. 11 and 6 record probably 10 and 7 um i don't know if they get 11 wins but at number five i'm going saints i wasn't really that impressed with the saints this past weekend um but i think they're going to run that division the the nfc south um their defense looked really good kind of limited derrick henry a little bit um and i think you know it's going to take a few games for derrick Carr to, to get you know acclimated with his receivers and the line and play calling and stuff so I got 49ers 1, Eagles 2, Cowboys 3, Lions 4, Saints 5. All you, Kyle. I got a similar start. 49ers I thought were number one. I, I thought they just came out of the gate firing. There was no point in that game when I thought they showed any signs of weakness. 49ers number one. Number two, I'm actually going Cowboys. Kind of for a similar reason. I didn't see that much out of Dak in the offense with, you know, Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb and these guys getting all this hype. I thought they looked good, but they didn't look stud. But there's there just no part of the Cowboys that looked bad. So I go with that number two. Eagles number three. Again, all three of these could kind of be flip-flop, but Eagles showed a little bit of weakness. Mac Jones got a little bit of rhythm. Um, I don't know if losing... Whatever, T.J. Edwards or C.J. Gardner-Johnson, if that's going to end up being an issue, but probably not really. I just didn't see them dominate start to finish, which is why they're number three. Um, number four, Lions. I mean, Lions beat the Chiefs. That's a big accomplishment, despite how bad the Chiefs receivers looked. Lions number four. And, uh, yeah, number five, I go Saints. I, I was kind of tossing the shirt on, too, but... Derek Carr was throwing it around. He hit Michael Thomas a couple times. He hit Chris Olave for 100-plus. He hit uh, Rashid Shaheed for quite a few gains. So I, I thought they looked impressive. I, I think Saints are going to win that division easy. I think right now they're kind of locked in at that like mid-tier, upper-tier, number five team. I like it. Sweet. Yeah, I got 49ers one. That's obvious. I mean, they looked so good in so many different ways. Um Sunday. I know, obviously, the Steelers are a disappointment, but I think the Niners can run the table. Uh, the only only big competition will be number two and three, which are Philly and Dallas. Um, Philly, I think, is the more complete team right now. 
Cowboys got the Giants on quite possibly their worst possible night. So I think that plays a role in that. So Cowboys, two, excuse me, Eagles two, Cowboys three, number four Lions. I'm still not as high in the Lions as I could be. I uh, think if Kelsey plays in that game and Chris Jones, it's a lot better. It's a lot different of a story. And if I think if Kadarius Tony sure. just makes one of those catches, yep. you know, especially the one at the end with two and a half minutes to go where he was all alone yeah. in a one point game, that would have put them at least near field goal range. Um, you know, that's a different story there. So Lions four, Rams five. Rams look good. Rams. Wow. Rams. Rams looked good. I mean, 30 to 10. You think they're blowing out a playoff, playoff team, team from last year. Yeah. Do uh, you think they are a playoff team, though? If Stafford stays healthy, they still have much of the same team that was in the Super Bowl, that won the Super Bowl two years ago. So it's very possible. I mean, I think Stafford did look good. Yeah. He did. I, I think they could be. I don't think they're getting past the Niners in that division. Uh, I think those will be close games, but I don't think they're getting past the Niners in that division. I think that I maybe they'll split the season series, but the Niners uh, finish with a better record, so they'll need to squeak in as a wild card team. But I think they could do it, especially with you know there's just not a lot of talent. There's not as much talent in the NFC. Uh, there's not as many playoff contenders, so I think there's room for them to do it. Yeah, I, I, I last year was sort of a fluke. And I understand they mortgage the future heavily, and they're sort of in a bad spot with with contracts and draft picks, and it's not ideal. But I think the talent and the coaching is still there, uh, much of what was there two years ago. So there's a chance. I mean, they could regress easily as as easily as they could improve. But as of right now, yeah, playoff team. On that note, couldn't have been more disappointed than the Seahawks. I thought the Seahawks. Yeah. I, I thought they were gonna. Play a way more competitive game. They they look terrible. Oh yeah, yeah no, not not I ideal. Agree. And I'm not high in the Seahawks. I think that's like that I was. Like, yeah. Again, they could they could be just as good or bad as the Rams can be. But I don't know. That's that that to me seems like a seven win team, and the Rams feel like a nine and eight wild card team. All right, cool. Any uh, anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? Yeah, I got everything in. I got my, I got in my Tony rant, so that was good. More to come week two. I, I don't know. The week one was a shit show. Week two, who knows? We, we might be going 180 on a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rams, cool. Rams might be way far back in the power rankings next week. Who knows? That's Frank, true. you, you didn't say much. Are the Jets a playoff team still? Um, I think at our absolute best, we could get 10 wins. And I think more realistic, more realistically, we'll probably get around seven wins this year I mean, with Zach Wilson in. What about this? After week one, the three of us, we said week one, we all talked our shit a little bit. Ryan was more realistic. <laughs> who's, who's feeling the worst out of the three of us? Probably me, honestly. I would say me. Well, if you're Jet because, fans, how because, do you trust anyone? Well, that's the thing. I'm a skeptic any, to begin with. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't really thinking playoffs. I was thinking the whole thing. I was thinking the whole thing. I mean, I, yeah. I felt like I was saying this to Ryan before we started. I felt like I put in an off season. You know, just like getting getting emotionally ready. Like like this is it. Like we don't really have any of these um, as Jets fans. So 
I don't know, it's just devastating, really. That's that's really the best way to put it, demoralizing. Just, um... It's tough, dude. It really is, because I had Super Bowl expectations over the next three years with Aaron Rodgers, because I knew the defense was fucking stellar. And all Aaron Rodgers had to do is not turn the ball over, which is exactly what... You what know, he does, Zach yeah. Wilson. What Zach Wilson does, who's like the you know antithesis of what Aaron Rodgers does in terms of protecting the ball. So I mean, it's I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope Zach learned you know one or two things about protecting the ball, and you know he feels a little more comfortable in the pocket and throwing you know basic swing passes, not throwing it ten yards over Braxton Berrios' head again. But I think we got smaller receivers just for him. So, all, uh, <laughs> all of us got a good, a good, healthy week one. Welcome to the fucking NFL check. Yeah, all three absolutely. of us. It sucked. It Welcome sucked. Welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. That's it. Uh, we'll wrap this up. Um, podcast drops every Wednesday, uh, five Eastern. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.